the way. We wanted men. Welcome to episode 121 of the Smugglers Galaxy podcast, your favorite Star Wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy. I love it when Jason mouths it and makes fun of me and mocks me, even though he does it lovingly and it's not like he's mocking me really, but I'm Glenn. With me as always is Jason. Jason, how you doing today? Accusations that's not provable. <laughs> I have the video. I have the video. I like how you could just say things. Glenn has a knife. Why are you stabbing me, Glenn? <laughs> Stop it. I'm doing well. How are you? Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy Merry holidays. Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Jeez. How was your uh, holidays? It was good. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot. So I didn't get a lot for Christmas. In, in lieu of getting something this Christmas, um, my wife and I decided to get the kids computers. Oh, nice. And instead of getting ourselves gifts, we decided just to upgrade them to the better version of what we were going to get them. Okay. But leading up to Christmas, there's tons of sales. So I picked up a lot. Even though I didn't get anything for Christmas, I got a lot before Christmas. So that was good. Awesome. How about you? It's all right. Well, I have a story. It, it's just I had a really kind of crappy Christmas. Oh no! Then. Well, no. Uh, well, first of all, it started off Friday. I come home, and you know, you you you're calming down. You're you're changing. You getting them pulling the Mister Rogers. You know, getting out of your work clothes, putting in your. You know, I got they let. First of all, they let us off early on Friday, so I was like, cool. I, I can run a couple of errands. I'm, I was home a few hours, a couple hours early, and you know, you're trying. All right, I'm gonna relax, crack a beer relax start the weekend off right and uh i'm changing and and i realize it's it's cold in my house i was like why is it cold oh, in my no. house oh, yeah no. so then I, I text my heating and air guy and he's like um because it's a brand new unit it's it's six months old and he said check your condensation line to your sub pump so the sub pump froze the you the line to, huh you also need to add real quick for our listeners who are not in georgia oh yes had a freeze on friday We've had a freeze all weekend, which is totally me- well. The whole country's doing this, though. It's it's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. But Friday was the worst when it was like nine degrees in Georgia, which is, I guess, unheard of. Yeah. So this whole weekend's been miserable, uh, temperature wise. But I'm sure it's like that everywhere. I talked to my uncle in New Orleans last night, and it was 25 degrees. Which down there, yeah. if it gets 35, it, they freak out. Right. And and my son texted me. It was in Florida, and it was like 35. Yeah. So it, it's been cold everywhere. So anyway, yeah. So the, the, con- and normally I keep a longer line on it cause I don't want it draining near the house. So it froze. So I spent like an hour on Friday doing that. So then, you know, everything was cool. We hung out with the, with the family, saw my stepmom and, and grandma on Saturday and then went over to the in-laws had a pretty decent Christmas you know, we take my car. We never take my car anywhere on the weekends because I drive my car a lot of for the week. So uh, when we leave, when we get home, my wife closes the garage door. Oh, what happens? There's a car in the door no, or something? No, 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 no. She opens her garage door and doesn't close mine. Your so Saturday. Huh? No, 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 no. So, so Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, I wake up and and I had already planned. I got bacon. We'd gone to the butcher the week before. I steaks for for for, uh, Christmas night. I had bacon. I had, you know, I had it all planned out. I'm like, we're going to have a great Christmas. I'm trying really, really hard to be in a good Christmas spirit this year, you know? And she wakes, wakes up on Friday. I'm sorry, Christmas Eve morning, and is like, oh, we have no water. Oh, I made coffee. Froze. Yes, I made coffee out of the, because we had been draining the pipe, so she collected the water. She's like, I made coffee with the collective water, and we have no water. And I just go into oh shit mode. Yeah. So you wake up 
in a snap, which you're not going to hear that because Zoom probably edited that out. Hold so you, I just second. snapped my fingers. So then I go downstairs and you hit the bottom run and you're just like, why is it cold down here? So she had left both garage doors open all night with 20 degree weather and our pipes froze. That happens. <sighs> it happens all the time in Syracuse. Yeah. We had, oh, this is, I mean, we're talking downers. One day, one morning I woke up and it was like weird. I saw this track, but it was just circular in the backyard. So I get up, you know, like I can normally get up at six or seven. So I'm up at six or seven on a Saturday and look out the window. And then this is one of the days where it was like negative 20. Mm-hmm. And I just see these tracks spiraling in the backyard. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I didn't understand it, but. It was so cold that the stray cats were just losing their minds. Oh my gosh. And um yeah, the cat died. Anyways, <laughs> we're talking downers. I have an yeah. upper, by the way. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's flip this around. Let's In flip Syracuse, it around, dude. So Syracuse, the pipes froze, so I can empathize with what you're saying. We used yeah. to have to take a hair dryer. Well, you see, we were- I I had ran down there with a hair dryer and I'm like going through trying to figure it out. And then all of a sudden you see that little crack. And I'm like, son of a bitch so i was not happy it ruined my christmas morning so in syracuse you had to take a blow dryer yeah in syracuse sorry people are <laughs> i got people here so i hear them knocking but i think they're knocking my daughter's door not my door anyways yeah we take the hair dryer and turn the the water on full blast and you would just blow the the pipes until you start hearing the water start flying out so but anyways yeah Friday was Elf Day, so <laughs> I love those pictures. Yeah, it started with my mother-in-law. I, I got a long story short. I had a turkey costume that I wear every Thanksgiving that came from something else, and so every Thanksgiving I just wear this costume. And then my mother-in-law is like, "Well, he needs to wear something for Christmas," so she got me an Elf onesie. But no one wants to walk around with in a onesie for Christmas, and my wife was like we're going to upgrade it next year so this year she actually made an elf jacket we got yellow sweatpants we've got the hat we got the whole kit and caboodle i was for all intents and purposes i looked exactly like buddy the elf from will ferrell's 2003 movie elf and went to starbucks and i got my coffee and people were smiling and everybody loves seeing you know some idiot dressed like elf and they're waving at me. Hey, buddy. And I look over and there's, you know, people waiting for their coffee, waving at me. And and then we go to the airport. So I go to the busiest airport in the United States, one of the busiest airports, dressed as Buddy the Elf, and no one's paying any attention. Yeah, they're like, look at that idiot. They're like, that's a normal Tuesday on exactly. the Atlanta that, airport. It was a little shocking because my mom had the best seat. So I was picking up my brother and my, my nephew and... My mom had the best seat because my daughter was dressed as Jovi. Josie was dressed as Jovi. And I was dressed as Buddy the Elf and we're walking. And my mom was kind of a couple feet back, just kind of watching people watch us. Mm-hmm. No one was paying attention to her, so she can watch everyone. But she said there was one person who was it was really funny because three times she was walking towards her, the security gate, and she gave me the side eye. <laughs> like three times, like, did I just see that? And she'd look over. Yep, I saw that. Did I see that? Really? And she'd look over a third time. Yep, he's still there. There was one dude that wanted our photo. So I, I obliged. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. That's what this is for. Um, and going down and up the escalator at, at the airport, you know, I did the whole elf thing where I did the splits, like I was afraid of the thing. And then we went to the mall, town center mall, mm-hmm. afterwards to embarrass my daughter because she was working that day. Of course, she's she's not phased by any of the pranks that I do. So she's just like, yeah, this is just another Friday for me. Yeah. And Thanks, uh, Dad. She, yeah, she didn't care. But the thing was, I was going from the food court down to where Santa was because we were getting a photo of Santa. <laughs> and the um, escalators at the mall are not <laughs> built with the same efficiency as the airport. Cause I started displacing my weight and pulling a little bit on the side rails. Like they do in the movie. Like I wasn't like purposely like trying to break the thing, mm-hmm. but it started beeping at me. Like, an alarm. <laughs> like the thing was about to break. I'm like, did I just break this thing? And when we get to the bottom, I see a security guard with his hands crossed, just looking at me. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm just as buddy. The up, you're going to arrest me. Like <sighs> he was just looking for somebody to mess with dude. Yeah. We got our photo with Santa, which was fun. And did you then, did you ask him if he was a real Santa? 
no, there's a bunch of kids there. It's it's quite obvious that was the real Santa. And I didn't <laughs> want to question himself and question his manlyhood in front of all the other toddlers. So <laughs> it was the real Santa. We got our photo. We got our picture taken. And then I took the elf costume off. But I thought that Friday I'd be fine because it was a thick felt. But the wind was finding all the holes in the felt. And it was just piercing through it that morning. Yeah. And it was just crazy. It was not fun. I had to walk around a building for work and it was miserable because yeah, with the wind and everything kind of sucked, but yeah, but it was good. Yeah. Awesome. So good what, time. uh, what all did you pick up? Did you get any, did, what did you, let's do the pickups and then we can talk what we got. I didn't get anything Star Wars for Christmas. I got Starbucks. Oh. I got Starbucks, $10 gift, gift card. And I got jeans and stuff like that. Cause I, no. like I said, I didn't get much, but the week leading up to it i mean last week just felt gluttonous when we reviewed everything and i'm like what <laughs> what do i need like i need right. nothing i need to give my kids the things that they need to be successful in life not that i don't do that i just want to clarify with that disclaimer anyways did you know target had the dark trooper black series for 15 dollars? no i did not yeah I how many did up. you pick up just one just one because they also had the the Micro Galaxy Squadron Millennium Falcon for $21. Right. I picked that up to oh. keep in the box. <laughs> Dude, the more and more I get those Galaxy Squadron, the more I'm like, damn, this art's great. And you open the, and you don't realize it until you open the box. You rip open the box and you're like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. I pre ordered the <laughs> bundle, the bundle pack with the Battle Damage TIE Fighter and a blind box, the Series 2 blind box. Uh huh. And so I've decided not to open it for now. Like, I'm just going to keep everything in box. But the blind boxes I'm opening. And I open it up. And it takes me a second to figure out what's going on because I'm like, it's not that easy. Like, I've been struggling and I've opened box after box after box. I haven't been successful with Series 1. But for some reason, the first blind box that I open up for Series 2 is the chase. It's the Obi-Wan on the speeder bike, which is the equivalent of Grogu in the, the Biker Scout. For series one like this is the chase that you have to find right first box i open it's there so that was crazy and well, then i hope your luck's changing on those because you've had some uh choice words to say about those blind boxes it's frustrating <laughs> when you love something and it doesn't love you back it's like mm. yes but anyways the last one that i picked up uh i was out in columbus georgia which is out in the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. and i was there to do something for work was interviewing someone about a job and I was there very early and I was like, I got 15 minutes to kill. So I ran over to Walmart and they had the Yoda Starfighter. They had everything else from series one. The only series two thing they had was this mint condition Yoda Starfighter. So I picked it up. Oh, I thought you were like just running around. No, oh, I was, I was doing work. You're doing work. You were I'm not going all the way out to Columbus to try to find <laughs> series two. Like that's, that's well, two no, hours away, people. <laughs> the reason why I said that is because I ran into your wife at Target that night. Yes. Because you yes. had showed me that Target. And I just walked right by her and I went, they don't have anything. And she just kept walking. And I went, Shannon. And can, I went, just appreciate, can I just say how much she appreciated that? <laughs> I don't have to go back there. <laughs> so she had said that you had stopped at a, at a few different Targets and you had done some other stops. And I, I didn't realize that you were down there for work. I thought yeah. you were just running around looking for star wars stuff nope i had work i had uh, an appointment like 50, like i said 15 minutes away and from where i was and so i decided to kill those 15 minutes awesome yeah i uh our buddy jordan picked me up the uh a-wing the hera a-wing so that was kind of fun and it's little i got it it's like it's probably the same size as that yoda i mean it i did not realize how small a-wings were in the scheme of things yeah it's a little bitty. So, but I've gone everywhere trying to find that Dagum Sabine TIE fighter. I even went to Target again today to look and I figured maybe they were putting stuff out and nothing. Nothing. So it's, it's, it's frustrating because you keep seeing people selling them for like two, three hundred bucks on eBay. Yeah. That's uh, the problem. That's the inherent problem with these chases. It's promoting people to get that because they know there's a need and they're, you know, buying them to to flip for a couple hundred bucks. And it's just, yeah, it's just disrespectful to, to your fellow collectors. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping 
that that doesn't happen. I'm I'm kind of thinking that maybe right now that's the rush is everybody's like, oh, you can sell them for two, three hundred bucks on eBay, but then in a month or two it'll slow down. I hope, or maybe we can get, I, you know, one of us can get lucky and find them. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I think this whole, whatever you want to call it, this whole secondary market thing is going to stick. Everyone wants to to not have to buy it for themselves. So they're going to, you know, leech off of another quote unquote sucker Mm -hmm. to get the money so they can buy their figures. And it's just like, there's no respect or care for your fellow collectors anymore. And, and, I mean, I understand wanting to make a few dollars and I don't have a problem like, okay, it's a $10 figure or let's say 15 if you're paying full retail. Right now they're on sale for 10 at Target uh, because Target didn't, they're trying to get rid of their series one and the series one and the series two share the same barcode. So it doesn't, they don't, there's no differentiating them in the computer. So they're on sale right right now. All of them on sale for 10 bucks. Um, You know, if you want to, if I don't have a problem, maybe paying $50, paying up $50 for that thing, but two, 300, a hundred, I, I, you know, a hundred, I'd stop. I, I'd think twice. Fifty, I would be okay with. A hundred, I'd be like, you know, you're you're trying to get a upper hand on me. Yeah, but, now you're gonna. People are gonna make fifty bucks off of you. They're gonna find it. and They're gonna try to sell it to you for fifty bucks. You should I, say like fifteen. I'll pay for gas. All right, whatever. I give you twenty. I'll give you twenty dollars for it. There you go. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't have a problem paying a finder's fee. Helping. You know, you you took the time. You found it. Or you got lucky, whatever. But, you know, hell, Jordan got it and he was just pay me back because he happened to be in the right place, right time. That's why we love Jordan. Yes. Because he's a friend. Yes. And that that package, it I don't know if somebody got into it first, but the tape was off on the back. And then like the one of the the labels on the inside was bent and torn. So I don't know if somebody got into it or just poor quality control. And I don't know. But uh it's a cool, it, there's nothing a whole, there's not a whole lot to it, but it's Hera. I mean, yeah, it's your thing. It's my the thing. Rebels, Rebels crew. Your Rebels crew. So I was, that made my, that was a good start of my Christmas. And then, did you cry when you got it? Uh, if it would have been Hera, I mean, Sabine, I would have. Oh, okay. I was, I was excited. I did have to fight back tears of excitement and joy when he sent the picture. Yeah. But it wasn't not when I got it. Ter- Sabine, I know it's going to be an emotional moment when I, when I get this. Hopefully Sabine. he finds another. Yes. Or I find another one first or you find one. You know, it's like I told you, I think we've got, you know, the three of us are looking, my wife's, our wives are looking. Um, and then I know there's some people out there, you know, some listeners that are looking for us. So I, I have a feeling, you know, they'll come around. Yeah, but, I think so. Yeah. Fingers crossed, but it's just, and I, and also I gotta, you know, if you're nice to people at the target and you're like, Hey, I'm looking for this and, and you don't, don't be a jerk to them. I've had people go in the back and look for me when they're busy as hell. Uh, you know, trying to put stuff out and they, 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 you know, I get all excited. Oh, Jason, what's going on? Hey, little buddy, how you doing? He can't hear me. His nephew, we're going to have to cut. Sorry, I was hoping this would be one take, but my I just hear a bunch of ruckus behind me. Uh-huh. My nephew just comes running in. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm recording a podcast. And what what's a podcast, sorry. Uncle Jason? Yeah, I had to cut it. So that's why I pulled him in because I was muted to to show you that he was on, but I don't think you need to edit this. Okay, I'm not gonna edit no because it's funny. So um I don't even know what I was talking about, but um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. But yes, I was I was really happy. So. There was an NBC article. Wait, are you done? Oh, no, no. I was talking about being good to people. Be cool to okay. the people yes. at Target and ask them. Yes. And if you know the DV, the the numbers, say, hey, I'm looking for this because I had two or three people go in the back and physically look for them. And I got all excited. And then they were ones that I already had. But just be cool to people and they'll be awesome to you. Yeah, at least they look. Yeah. So MSNBC. Did you get anything else for Christmas? Oh, my wife got me a wampa skull. It's a little bitty skull. Uh, it's kind of cool. It's probably, it would be maybe like a 12 inch scale wampa skull. Was that, who made that? What is that? I don't know. I think she might've got it off eBay because I saw it on eBay. It looks custom. There's no, it's not the stuff out of the sand because it looks, it would, it's like bigger than a 12 inch figure. Okay. Would be. Cool. So, I mean, it, it yeah. But that's all the Star Wars I got. And 
My son got me some more Back to the Future underwear. I know you love hearing that. Now my daughter's calling me. In the middle <laughs> of podcasting. I, I purposely went upstairs and told everyone, look, I'm going to record. I'll be gone for 45 minutes. We just want to do something quick. Everyone's bothering me right now. <laughs> my, oh, daughter, yeah. my daughter came in in the middle. My oldest came in to grab some hair product. <laughs> my nephew came running in. And then my youngest is calling me on the phone. <sighs> it's a busy day at Jason's house. I've also muted myself. I don't know if people know this with Zoom. You can just press the space bar to talk. And then I can like unpress it. And then I'm muted. So you don't hear all the ruckus while Glenn talks. Yeah, well, I don't. I think Zoom would cut all that out anyway, but I don't know. Good. Anyways, MSNBC. Yeah, they wrote an article this week um, about adults. The title of the article is "Adults Are Buying Toys for Themselves," and it's the biggest source of growth for the industry. Which to a lot of us collectors are like, <laughs> no, tell us more with you know sarcasm in our tone. Yes, really, for real. Yeah, there are two things keeping the toy industry afloat right now. Inflation and a consumer group known as, and I really resent this, kid adults. <laughs> like, yeah, it's accurate. But at the same time, this is just sensationalism of the media having to label something. It was somebody uh, bored, probably. Yeah. Um, the article read, while sales surged across the board for board games, puzzles, and play sets during the pandemic, the first nine months of 2022 saw a 3% decline in sales volume. Higher toy prices helped outweigh these losses as sales revenue for the time period jumped 3%, which explains a couple things. Why we've seen sudden increases in toys? Well, it's because there's been a slump in sales, and they're hoping that could adult kidults or kidults whatever they call us are going to cover that cost and which we have right and it's not just you know toys like lego has gotten into this and they have thousand dollar you know um back to the future cars and the big millennium falcons and the thanos glove it's not just star wars but it is across the board all these people who want to collect something and buy something and are willing to spend a little bit more than the $20 play sets. Yeah. Dude, have you have you taken a look at, I mean, I don't want to change the subject, but have you taken a look at the Lego aisles when you're out and about shopping? They've been empty for like weeks. That happens leading up to Christmas. Okay. Lego is like the number one toy seller. So um, people either wait to the last minute to buy Legos or there's some sort of sale that happens like at Target and people just flood. And that's the first uh i think i lost jason oh am i oh, here you said sale at target yeah there's, there's a sale at target or at walmart or people wait to the last minute and they just buy lego yeah it, it doesn't matter if you're a kid or an adult you know if you want to buy a toy for someone the lego is usually the first place you, place you go so it's okay. no surprise to me Right. And it is funny. I'm going to get off the Lego tent, but my grandson, he had his birthday on the 18th and then we saw him for Christmas and that little son of a gun knows he'll pick up a box. He'll go, that's Legos. He could yeah. shake it or not even barely. He just barely shakes it. And he's like, that's Legos. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, if, Kidults. Yeah, if, yeah. Finish out this article. Kidults, on the other hand, are coveted consumers because they often willing to spend they're often willing to spend more money than other items for themselves. Wait, more money than others on themselves for items. So, right. And then right now, adult toy buyers are the reason for the growth in the toy industry. Which, you know, Hasbro's going to do what Hasbro's going to do. But when I read something like this, you know, First of all, it's kind of insulting when they say, you know, this is for six-year-olds. We, we're making these toys for six-year-olds. Well, it's clearly not the case because it's the adults that are keeping the toys afloat. Right. So that's a little bit insulting. Secondly, listen to us because we're the ones keeping your company afloat. If we ask for a product, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to pull a number out of the air, VC66. Deliver. <laughs> right. And quit making repaints. Repaints and repacks are the worst. Yeah. 
but we're the ones that keep doing it. So, I mean, if you can't blame them, I know I say it all the time, but if people are going to keep buying them, why not keep doing them? You know, if, if you know you can put this product for minimal, you know, put a product to on the shelf for minimal investment and make full price on it, why, why would you do anything else? Some time ago, some genius in the suite, C-suite decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to slap numbers on the side of these figures. Yes. So there's going to be some glaring hole in your collection when you have 16 and 18, but you don't have 17. Or 66. Or 66. Yeah. <laughs> I should say, you know, 60. What was the mouse droid? Is he 65 or 67? I'm asking you like, you know. Uh, dude, I don't do TVC, man. I know you don't do that TVC. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, you number it. And then there's the OCD part of the collector who, like Pokemon, got to catch them all. Right. And you want them all, but you get those numbers and you're just in the back of the collector's mind. It's like the obsessive collector. They're like, I don't have you know, 66. What am I going to do? Maybe I'll start a podcast or join a podcast and start you know, <laughs> demanding that from Hasbro. But no, seriously, <laughs> that's what the, that's part of the tactics for. I don't know where I'm going with this. I got lost in my whole train of thought there. I, I guess what you're trying to say is if if we're keeping the toy business afloat, listen to us. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Stop repacking. Stop repacks, Hasbro. That's not going to stop. They're going to keep doing it. You have to vote. with. That's where I was going. You have to vote with your wallet. However, if you're an obsessive collector and you feel the ease or feel the ease, feel the urge to complete your collection. And there's a gap there because of the numbers on the back going to drive you nuts. Yes. Does it drive you nuts? Um, not anymore. Not with the black series, the black series. I'm, I'm willing to let go. Gotcha. I was talking to someone else about this, you know, black series seems to be the, the place where people are, Stepping back. There's too many repaints, too many repacks. I'm not excited about it anymore. You know, they're the prices, the price is the thing that's really pulling people back from oh, the black yeah. series. Sorry. I just disagreeing no, with you. I'm agreeing no, with you. No, no, no. I don't need to be talking this whole time. <laughs> no, because I agree because like they're at Walmart, they had the uh, holiday trooper uh the bike biker scout and they wanted twenty eight dollars for it for the black yes. series. Yep. And no, I don't want to pay that for it. Absolutely. It, it's not worth it to me. I don't I don't do them. I not, you know, it's not that I I thought about it for a second, but no. Um and that's what I that's why I love I know we we talk about the micro galaxy squadron a lot, but you're not gonna find a better deal, I think, anywhere. Because, you know, you you get two pieces and it's an awesome, awesome product. But anywho, yeah, no, vote with your wallet. And uh, and then, uh, you know what? That's one of the reasons why I got a pop out of the pop collecting because they would do that kind of crazy crap. They would make like an ultra rare chase. So they'd release 20 figures uh, at a time or something. They do an office set. And I think they did 10 figures at a time and then they do a chase. And then they do like an ultra rare chase, which was like a New York Comic Con. And you had to be at New York Comic Con to get the chase with the New York Comic Con. And it just got ridiculous. So that's part of the reason why I got out of Pops because number one, I, I saw that the, you, you saw that it, they were getting kept getting higher and higher and it was a good opportunity to get out of them. And number two, just making those chasing those couple of figures got ridiculous. Yeah, I can't agree more. And we, when you compare the Black Series to like for example, the Micro Galaxy Squadron, the cost of producing the molds for those, like you're getting an X-Wing for $16. Whereas with Black Series, you're getting the same battle droid for $28 that you've already paid last year for $28 right. or $26, whatever the case may be. The value for me seems to be in the Micro Galaxy Squadron because you're getting newness, Right. And, and yes, there's the argument that they've released, you know, the TIE fighter a couple times and they repaint it and whatever. But for $16, you can't beat that. At, at least with the micro gal with them redoing. I mean, the only the only argument I have with the re the only thing I don't like what they're doing with the repacks are the combo packs that they're doing. But you get stands or so you're at least getting something new. Yeah. Um, and the TIE fighters, at least you're getting a different TIE fighter. 
yes, it's the same body, but you're getting the white one or you're getting the battle damage one, which looks, which looks pretty cool. But yeah. I'm also kind of like, eh, do I really need that? Uh, you know, but then like the Sabine one is a chase and it's just something that they, nobody's released anywhere. You, you've got, you found it on the tabletop games, but it's never been released as a vehicle. So they're doing cool stuff like that, which to me, it makes up for the fact that it's a quote unquote repaint. Right. Instead of getting, oh, here's a, here's a, where as with black series, it's, oh, we painted a mustard stripe on this guy and we're going to charge you $25 again for him. Yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating. Yes. So that's, yeah, I mean, nobody's perfect. And at least the micro guys at Jazzwares are doing a little bit better, I think. They're they're winning the toy war. We just got to get more people on it. The only thing that really frustrated me with the article was I wasn't, there wasn't a clear understanding for me. You know, there's the 3% slump and then there's the 3% increase in price. You know, is the toy industry just, boosting prices because of the decline and they're making me pay for it probably that sucks <laughs> it does i mean that but that's like what it is that's i think that's the way of the world right now truthfully is, is if there's going to be a decline or it we, you pass everything on to the customer which sucks as a con, as a consumer because we yeah. get you know it, we're we're losing on both ends we're losing because we're not getting the products that we want and we're paying more for them I think in my heart, the Micro Galaxy Squadron is taking over from the Black Series. If I don't find a steal like that Dark Trooper was for $15, I'm just not buying it anymore. Yeah. I mean, at, at this point, I, you know, I, I, yeah, it's truthful. That's how I am. I'm right now, I'm chasing the, the Sabine TIE Fighter. And if I find it, I find it. If I don't, I'll eventually pay eBay prices or pay a scalper for it. But that's how I feel. I'm not. Uh, you know, like the dark trooper or whatever you see that they're on sale, but yeah, I'm not chasing them because I, I'll pick them up and look at them, but then my mind catches, my mind catches up to me and it's like, you're not, you don't collect this line anymore. You have no need for it. Right. I think with the black series, and I didn't mean to go down this hole, this rabbit hole, but they really need to focus on the prequels Uh-huh. because that's 20 years old. And the people who were kids when they saw the prequels have that money now the discretionary money to, f- to spend on it. So they either need to focus on the prequels for those kids or the original trilogy for us kids to really, you know, make that more attractive because gaming greats, you know, they're, they're high on the Mandalorian right now, which is fine. It's appropriate. Everyone's high on Grogu right now. I think that's what they need to focus on. I don't think they need to focus on anything else. I mean, Andor, they've got a lot of... This is such a complaining episode, so we're going to get off of this in a second. Andor is a great, incredible show, but I've heard of the criticism that it's not very toyetic. Is that the word? Yeah, toyetic, yeah. Yeah, so there's not a lot like, do you want Imperial Trooper number one who's just in the background? No, I don't. I want something cool. I want something that's got a clever design. I don't want somebody in rags in the background. Right. Um, and, and that's all I'm seeing from Andor is them redoing that, like the uh, Shore Trooper. I've seen that repack. Is that from Andor or just another, a repack? It's it's a repack. However, it's a different ranking. They put a palm on them, basically. Yeah. Like I them. said, I've got like three of them. Four, <laughs> I've actually got four of them. Well, I could. Three of them are open. And you see, that's the thing is if you're into it, and you're into those rankings and you're into the nuances, that's cool. But do it. And, and, and here's, and yes, we're complaining and we're griping and moaning and, and it, it's a devil's advocate thing. I'm one of those people that can always see two sides to every, both sides to the story. I could see if they were doing it for like, okay, we did a clean stormtrooper, And then we did a, <laughs> your face is always awesome. And then they did a, a sand trooper and then they quit. Yeah. You know, not, oh, we got to do, now we got to do one with a palm on. We got to do a storm trooper with a palm on. Then we got to do a sand trooper with a palm on. Or you do it like they did the figure in Dan. That was a great way that they did to to do it. They did two figures. Yeah. And you could buy those two figures and you were done. Or you buy however many you need to make what you need. And then you were done. Yeah. Yep. I agree. You know, I think if they did more of that, we wouldn't be that gripey and moany with them. Absolutely. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, I I made the face because I realized that this is supposed to be the roundtable episode. Oh, we never explained <laughs> to people what happened. <laughs> yes, I don't know why that just popped in my brain in the middle of your discussion. Maybe because like I'm trying to do multiple things, like manage not manage the show, but you know, right? And you got to manage your house and have people bug you, and yes, but yeah, we were going to do that. This was supposed to be our roundtable episode, but everybody. Uh, we're recording this the 26th, which is the day after Christmas, and everybody is still out of town. So we're going to push it back a couple of weeks and uh, let let the holidays get over. And Because when we've done it in years past, I think we've recorded it in mid-December and released it in January. And this year, everything this year, like we keep saying, has been three years in one, and everything snuck up on us, and we're, we're, we're playing catch-up. So look for that in a couple of weeks. We'll have that roundtable right. episode. I also had another friend. I had another discussion topic, which we'll get to in a minute, that okay. you know nothing about. Yes. That, that I think, like, I don't know if this for 100% that you know nothing about this. Maybe you do, and you just haven't brought it up to me. Okay. But I was talking to a friend who asked me to pick my top five favorite TVC figures, or t- no, he said TVC items of the year. Uh-huh. So I thought I'd go through that. And when he said items, for some reason, my brain thought figures. But... I didn't realize the Razor Crest, like for whatever reason, that moment, I didn't think the Razor Crest. So Razor Crest should be the number one TVC figure on any list, right? Right. But after that, I picked Figure and Dan. Because I think that card back is hot, to use a Paris Hilton word. It's hot. It's hot. And then you follow that up with Ahsoka's Trooper, right? Yeah. Right. Right. I love the That is one of my favorite troopers of all time. That Ahsoka Trooper is this is fire. No matter which which which, yeah. which figure it's out on, it's it's a repack, but it's like it works. That's, That's the kind of crap that I'm talking about. If you're going to do something like that on a repack, I'm good with it. But don't yes. do don't don't paint it yellow and say, "Hey, it's a it's a new figure." Yeah. And then I went like. After that, I'm like, well, do I pick a play set? Do I pick, you know, what? So I went with the, the Imperial um, Death Star Gunner, uh-huh. which was a Return of the Jedi Walmart exclusive. Because I love the card back. It just felt vintage to me. And then I went with Disco Lando, you know, that Lando from <laughs> Battlefront 2. Yes. Because I love that figure. But there there was some questioning, like, why did that one? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I like that version of it's I a like cool... Donald Glo- Sorry. No, go. No, it's a nice figure. I dig that figure too. If I was in a TVC, I'd buy it. I love Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, that whole thing. I like that Lando. So that figure just represents like Lando on vacation. I love that. <laughs> Hello there. Hello no. there. Wrong That's dude. not. That's why not we, Lando. Why did you pull that? And then I why? Why is a reflex? Did I go? Hello there. Um, and then I picked Darth Vader from Obi Wan. Yeah. Which is, I guess, appropriate. But, anyways, the topic that I picked did yes. you know Dark Side Toys went out of business? No. Yeah. Their last day in operation was December 18th. Did they let anybody know? They let people know. However, they filed for bankruptcy. So there's people with hundreds, and they're the company that, they're one of those companies that when you pre- pre order something, they take your money. Yeah, you just closed your eyes and you just oh had this God. like, oh my God face. So there's people 
who are out hundreds of dollars at Dorkside because the company went under and they're not going to get their money back. And when you file for bankruptcy, you're, you know, you're, you're kind of clear from all that. Wow. There's rumors flying as to the reason why Dorkside closed. And I can get into some of those, but I they're just rumors. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, like when you say this out loud, people are going to be like, no, duh. But Hasbro Pulse and Amazon ate at their sales. I mean, we're at the point where almost everybody has Amazon Prime. Yeah. So you get free shipping. Dude, I don't buy toothbrush, toothpaste before I look on Amazon Prime. See? It's it's just the way of life. If I need yeah, it, if if I need something, I look on Amazon I go to Amazon Prime first. Yeah. And then Hasbro Pulse, you know, that's just another service. I, I go through Hasbro Pulse. I spend the 50 bucks because in the long run, it saves me on shipping. Right. When you have a product that's, let's just for argument's sake, go back to the days when Black Series is 20 bucks. You know, a site like Dorkside would be 22 bucks plus shipping on top of that. Right. And then they would, what they would do is like, you know, $60. If you hit $60, you would get free shipping. Well, that three, that free shipping gets tied back into the price itself. So instead of charging $21 plus shipping, they're charging $22. And I'm paying for the shipping for the person who orders $60 of, of product. Right. So. That just scares me, dude. When you pre-order stuff like that. You know. Yeah. I, yeah that. Wow. Where were they out of? Were they out of Texas or they were in the ones they were the one out of Tennessee. Oh, that's wow. And they had a physical store at one point. And I believe I think Tony went to it. Is yeah, that the that, one that yeah. Full yeah, full stop. That's it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. They had a full store in Tennessee. They like right in Nashville. They they were like the third behind Entertainment Earth. Uh when I say the third, I mean like the third-party retailers, Entertainment mm -hmm. Earth, Big Bad Toy Store, and then you would go to Dorkside. Okay. Gotcha. That's crazy. Um, it is. There was rumors in the end. I don't know if it's rumors because when people say I had, they had issues with PayPal, you know, I guess maybe accounts are being frozen. I don't know. And when you say accounts being frozen, I think there were some money issues, not that they were doing some illegal activities. It was just like they didn't pay or... People were having issues with PayPal with them. I remember vaguely something like that happening, but you don't, if it doesn't affect me, I don't pay attention to it. And maybe I need to start doing that. There was also rumors. And I believe this one is accurate. That they didn't have <clears throat> stock on hand. They were actually going into target buying things and then, you know, listing it online because, you know, if you don't have money, you can't pre-order things. So the money that you get in for those pre-orders, you just go out and you buy stock with. Right. Just to keep yourself afloat. Wow. That's just a rumor. I yeah. think the accurate explanation is that Hasbro and Amazon ate away at their market share. Mm -hmm. Well, that's like people floating stuff or floating um, pre-orders. You see that on eBay all the time. For these New York Comic Cons and San Diego Comic Cons, people yep. will put that stuff on eBay, praying that they can get it, and then they sell it and they hold your money. So it's, it's some shady stuff. I mean, I don't know. I don't. You know, I have no clue what happened there, but there there is some shady stuff going on in the world. Yeah, and I guess the question, the reason why I bring it up is like, do we suffer? Like, if if, an, if a third party like that goes under. They're one of the ones that had the fan channel exclusive. Maybe. I'm, I, would they just release that into the general public? No, because you still have Big Bad and Entertainment. Oh, okay. Earth, and you still have Hasbro Pulse, which tends to carry those fan channel exclusives. So it's it's not like they got a a, um, a figure that was just exclusive to that store. It was shared with other stores. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
I think Entertainment Earth is the only one, if I'm not mistaken, that's gotten exclusive without the other two, Big Bad and, you know, Dorkside. Mm -hmm. I want to say it's the, uh, what's the, what's the Inquisiting Trooper, Inquisiting Trooper. It's from Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. It's, it's an Inquisitor Trooper. No, it's not that. Damn it. The Purge Trooper? Purge Trooper, thank you. <laughs> I think the TVC version of that figure was originally an Entertainment Earth exclusive okay. without Big Bad or Dorksite. Okay. Wow. That's just scary, man. I did that that kind of stuff makes me nervous because there's been other things that I've wanted to buy and I've been told it's like a year wait. And then when you start doing research, you realize the company's on shady ground, on shaky ground. And so you just don't do it because you don't want to send them a thousand dollars and then them go out of business while you're waiting for your your item. Yeah, I mean, with the cost of things now, you know, with Amazon offering free shipping and their promise, Amazon promises that if you pre-order with them, you get the lowest dollar number that they offer it for. So, let's say it's a year, you know, before something's released. And you pre-order it if at some point if you pre-order it and all the other stores are offering it for 30 bucks and at some point throughout that year they offer it for 20 for a sale or something like that you get it for that 20 dollars. yeah that's what happened with the uh falcon uh galactic squadron Gal micro galaxy squadron it went on sale and you got it for that sale price i bring that up because how can you compete with that if you're a third party i don't know how people can compete with amazon period dude Truthfully, I mean, you. I mean, you use Amazon Prime, don't you? Yeah, but it, not for my collecting. For the most part, if it's not a store exclusive, I go through Hasbro. Right, but, but I'm just I'm saying I don't know in general how somebody can compete with Amazon because you know it's free shipping. You can get it within a day. If you don't like it, you take it to Kohl's or you take it to the FedEx store, UPS store, and return it. It, it yeah, Amazon makes things way too easy. That I don't know how people can compete with them. It, it's just, it's it's become too convenient. Yeah. And, and so it's no surprise when a store like Dorkside kind of goes under, right? Because you can't compete with that. No. How can anyone compete with that? I I don't know. I don't know how anybody can compete with Amazon. And when you go, when you tie that back to what we were just talking about with the adults, with the three percent rise, if you got Amazon who's kind of slashing prices and willing to take the hit because you're going to buy toothpaste. You know, like it kind of just makes sense to order from Amazon and not dork side. Right. I mean, because if you're somebody like me who doesn't care, I mean, if it's something, you know, because I'm I'm an opener, so if it if it the box gets damaged, I don't I don't care. I'll open it as long as nothing's missing. I'll open it now. You know, if it was a, a something that I wasn't going to open, I'll think twice about ordering from Amazon. Oh, you know what? I don't care if I order it from Amazon and it's damaged. I'll take I'll send it back. Yeah. So it's just the kind of world we live in right now with kidults and Amazon kind of dominating things, you know, like it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's just dead air, dead air, Amazon. Dead air. Awesome. We're just was... kind of thinking and wrapping things up here. I'm just yeah. trying to in conclusion, in conclusion, what time is it? Do you want to get into the Ahsoka thing or do you want to hold it for a little bit? The Ahsoka thing. Rumors? Uh, no. Well, it's rumors and then they announced Hera, but I don't remember who the actress's name. Mary Elizabeth Winstead has been rumored to be Hera Syndulla for a while. Okay. So that's nothing new. But there's, she's been part of the show. She's been cast, but there's no press release from Lucasfilm, as far as that I can tell, that says that in the Ahsoka show, she is playing Harrison Dula. Gotcha. The only thing, like, I haven't seen any official releases on Thrawn or even Ezra. Like, there's been rumors about Ezra, and this person has been playing Ezra, and it's come through the trades, but... You know, maybe after Lucasfilm st started to announce directors and writers for projects, and then they started coming back <laughs> a couple years later saying, 
no, that's not happening. They've decided to stop releasing things and going through like Variety and Hollywood Reporter. Right. I don't know. No, that would make sense. Just because, uh, you know, it, it is. I was listening to another podcast and it's like, would you rather hear the rumor or hear them report and have it taken away? Or would you just never know? And then all of a sudden it's being released. So that's why, like, I'm hesitant on saying Mary Elizabeth Winstead is Harrison Dula. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's been reporting it, but I haven't seen anything official from Lucasfilm. And I try to, I know we just talked about rumors about Dorkside Toys, but I do try to ground it in some sort of reality that we're just not reporting some weird, crazy thing. George Clooney is suddenly playing Luke Skywalker in the next version of Star Wars. You know, like, right? needs to be grounded in reality. Yeah. No, I get you. I get you. We're Um, not on 4chan here. Right. Well, no. And and then they're also... Are uh, there's rumors about somebody playing a young young Ahsoka, and then you know what that brings up to me in my world or in my mind? What, you could talk about what it brings up to you. Well, no, what I think is that what I, I called it two years ago when I saw the logo for the Ahsoka show. What they're doing? World between worlds. World between worlds. I no. totally think that's the whole. So that's going to be the whole premise between the Ahsoka shows, the world no, between worlds. Please, no, I, I don't think so. I think that I mean because Hayden Christensen's supposed to be. You've heard rumors of him being in it. You've heard rumors of Ahsoka and Darth Vader fighting. You've heard, you know, there's just so many rumors, and I think it all folds falls into the world between worlds and what what if, and it's going to be like a a Ghost of Christmas Past type thing, which I don't really want a ghost oh what would happen like a what if but it, it could be cool but it's it you know i don't know man just I, make I the trust... rebels arc awesome that's all i want sorry i trust feloni and favreau to do what's right and i feel like it's building up to something yeah but i don't like the world between worlds because as a star wars fan who's invested you know, for I, I was born after the original trilogy, after the original, yeah, after the original one was released. I, right. Technically, I was here when Empire Strikes Back was was around, but I was my brain was mush. So yes. Anyways, as someone who's grown up with Star Wars, to have someone kind of throw it all out and say we're in the multiverse now, and this is this is a secondary track that's happening parallel in the original. I just no. That hasn't been. Does that make sense? Yes. I know. I'm just kind of like rambling. It doesn't. It's not in the fabric of Star Wars's DNA like it is with the MCU, like mm-hmm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Multiverse has been there for a while. They need to correct something. They just smash down, you know, the universe. Star Wars has been the progression of Luke Skywalker for forty years, right? Or the Skywalker family, and, and to have someone to come in and just. Like, I hope they're smart with, if they do go with the world between worlds, I hope that's smart and it's Mm -hmm. built in to the point where it was like in the Rebels where Ahsoka was, like, Ahsoka's death was introduced in Rebels, but then Ahsoka's saving was introduced in Rebels. Yeah. Like, Filoni had a, a point, so I just... I don't know. I'm rambling. Forget it. Never mind. Move on. I just like bringing it up because it aggravates you so much. Does. <laughs> Time travel hasn't been a thing in Star Wars. And it, I, at this point, I don't want it to be a thing in Star Wars. <laughs> well, you know what's going to happen is Luke Skywalker is going to get in his X-Wing and go around the world so fast that it's going to turn it backwards. And as a kid, I accepted that. I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> I thought Superman was traveling back in time. I didn't realize he was turning the world back in time. Yes. <laughs> I accepted it as a kid, but as an adult, you have to walk on eggshells when it comes to the world between worlds because I think you could lose the audience if you don't do it right. Right. And the audience being me, I can't speak for everyone. I'm just assuming. <laughs> well, you know what's going to happen is they're going to introduce, they're going to do the Rebels arc of the first three episodes, and then I'm not going to give a crap about the show again. You know, I go back to The Walking Dead. We got to wrap this show up. Go back to The Walking Dead when they killed Glenn. You know that, not you. Yes. 
the the kid the character Glenn. Glenn, yes, the character Glenn, because like there's an unwritten rule that exists between you and the showrunners. You as the audience will be invested in this character, mm-hmm. and you trust the showrunners to take care of that character. Excuse me, and evolve that character, and you're going to be invested and watch eight seasons of that character. But when you see characters die after you know get killed and and you start to feel like the showrunners really don't care about you and what you invested in the show. Okay. Right? Yeah. But I, that's how that's, the comic books are. That's, they, they follow the comic books on that death. Comic books is a different medium. Okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking again too much in this episode and too much lecturing. That's good, man. That's just my interpretation of things. And when showrunners stopped caring about what you've done or, or what you invested into a show, that's when you start to lose your investment in the show. Right. And that's when I say you, I mean me. And that's what I hope they, they don't do with the Ahsoka show <laughs> in the world between worlds. Yes, because even yeah. even Game of Thrones, you know, they they were kind of famous about, oh, you like that character? We're going to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, you like that character? We're going to get rid of him. But then about season four, three or four maybe they stopped killing characters and they, everybody basically carried on through the until the end because they realized you can't get rid of everyone uh-huh it makes sense i'm done you're done are you done with this episode you want to go tuck your neck i'm not in? done with the episode i'm done <laughs> i just feel like I, I, i'm talking too much <laughs> It's all good. I just did it to aggravate you, Jason. It works. <laughs> I, I need to be conscientious of that trigger, I guess. <laughs> Whenever Glenn mentions World Between Worlds, take a deep breath. <laughs> Makes for a fun show or a fun couple of minutes. Is there anything else? Is there anything? I mean, are you are you, you off the rest of this week? No, I have to work. Um, tomorrow I'm off. Tuesday I'm off. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Friday's a half day. Um, tomorrow we're going to Telus Museum. Have you ever nice. been there? Yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. You're, it may be a little old for your nephew, but I think he'll enjoy it. It's too old for a six year old. Well, the, he'll enjoy the dinosaurs, but then there's like the the hands on stuff is like, I think because we took the grandkids when they were like four and five, and I thought that like the hands on stuff was a little old for them. But then they can like dig for rocks. Okay. Dig for we'll Jim. I, I think you'll have fun. And it's only 20 minutes from the house. So yeah, there's some big trucks sitting outside. It, it's a cool, it's a cool, like you'll, it's a good way to kill a few hours, a couple hours, hour. I don't know. I think you'll have fun. If he's into dinosaurs, he'll have fun. Awesome sauce. Yeah. Cause there's dinosaurs. We should have fun, I guess then. I yeah. don't know. But you- Me, I got to work. I got to work. So yeah, hopefully it'll be an easy week. I hope knock on wood because most people are normally off this week and it's, it's, it's always been kind of slow. So we'll see. Yeah. The week between Christmas and new year's is usually the week that I get a ton of stuff done. Ton of stuff done at work. Yeah. Yeah. Cause people leave you alone. Yeah. Why? What did I say? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're questioning me. Did I go out or something? Well, you're cutting off a little bit soon. That's all. Okay. So if you want to wrap it up, man, let's wrap it up. All right, let's we'll, wrap it up. Let's I'm wrap talk it up. too much. It's all good, Jason. I know. It's like Well, maybe, you know, maybe next week when we meet, we'll we'll both have gotten Sabine TIE Fighters. In the yeah, there's a version, there's a multiverse where we've done that. So yes, let's hope <laughs> we're in that multiverse. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Smugglers Galaxy podcast. If you could please leave a like and a five-star review of the show. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. Sorry. No, I've had, I'm, I have allergies and my sister's dog was here. So not only am I dealing with that, I was outside on the trampoline, <laughs> just like <laughs> stressing my body out more than it should. It really helps us out and f- points people to our, our show. Follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, like Twitter for now, I guess. YouTube, send us an email or message us. We'd love feedback. We'd love to make you part of the show. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. 
Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smuggler's Galaxy logo. You can find him at Puerto Rico Star Wars on Facebook and to Levi Waterhouse for the Smuggler's Galaxy music. Hasbro, re-release VC66. Hashtag vote with your wallet. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. Oh, wait. You need one. We have one more week for you to send in how your 2022 year went. So if you could send us an email at smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Um, we're going to close this off on, was it Sunday, Monday, January 2nd? Sure. Let's make it that day. Uh, despite what physical day it is, January, tw- uh, no, <laughs> January 2nd. Yes. Not 22nd. January 2nd. Did I say 22nd? <laughs> I don't know. You're mumbling. Take a breath. <laughs> He's taking a breath, ladies and gentlemen. He's breathing. January second. January second. Get your I didn't emails. I realized that um, I wasn't unmuted. Oh. Because I had Google Docs on with the script and stuff, so I didn't realize <laughs> that I was not unmuted. And then I saw the the um, cursor just kind of moved to the side. I'm like, oh wait, maybe I'm in the wrong program right now. <laughs> so yes, please get us how your 2022 went by January second. You'll be entered into a raffle to win. The Outland TIE Fighter uh, Moff Gideon ship. Yes. Micro Galaxy Squadron version, which is the chase um, by January 2nd. Right. Please. This is the way. This is the way.